guys, welcome to the HKC217 podcast. This podcast is powered by All Seasons Energy. Um, and it, this podcast is sponsored by Champions Flat Chat School. Um, and today we're going to be interviewing the one and only Pete Boast. The one and only. Yeah. <laughs> um, some people wish, uh, but some people please there's only one of us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm just going to ask you a couple of questions. All right. Okay, um, I'll look forward to that. So we'll get into them. Um, so give us a rough, brief summary of your career. Yeah, you, yeah, you said about this, and it's it's difficult. It's difficult. So, but firstly, thank you for asking me for being on here. Like I've, I've seen some of your stuff on, and it's it's mega. And for such a young man, I'm so pleased to, to be here because one day I'll make a lot of difference to me when uh, I'm watching you in the future. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, yeah, for myself. Roughly, quickly, I have been a man of de- many disciplines in motorcycling and it most probably the reason that is uh, that I get to a stage where I can't get any further really, but yeah, so for me as a kid I started, because when I was your age, you could only do motocross, that's yeah. all you could do, so I, that's how I started doing motocross. I did a bit of sand racing as well, um, my dad was a grass tracker so... I also used to ride a bit of grass track, but I wasn't that bothered about grass track. I just liked scrambling. So scrambling was the first thing. Did okay, not not too exciting. But road race was a big thing I always wanted to do. So, yeah, so road racing, uh, just to give you a brief out, like I did it uh, for 13 years, I think, from 1980 to 93. Um, in them years, I rode British Championships, rode British Superbikes for three years, rode British... Super Sport Championship, and I'm not going to go into results, but you know we was there thereabouts. Some of them yeah. did a lot of TTs in that period as well. Um, and then after '93, I, I I got a desire. Uh, I went quickly. This oh, sorry to drag on, but quickly I went to uh, America to try flat track, and I thought this is the thing for me. Went to the States. I was the first um, European ever to race flat track at pro level, and try it try it out but i found out that i wasn't good enough to, to be a pro runner yeah um i lasted about eight meetings out there before i run out of money and then i come back and the nearest thing in this country and uh, in europe was speedway so i thought well if i can learn to slide a bike you know i've got a half a chance of maybe going back to america to try again um so i thought well i'll go to some practices went to some practices Learned to ride a speedway bike. That was pretty okay because I want a few months in it. I, I got signed up to ride in a Division Three team, and then this wasn't the plan at all. But I, I ended up being seven years professional speedway rider, which was not the plan because I wanted to go back to America. But I, I actually earned some money riding speedway, which was amazing, really. So yeah, so seven years riding speedway, rode um, Premier League. Two years, two seasons in Premier League. We won the league with Sheffield in '99, um, and then I went back to America uh, and did went, when we went flat tracking. And this time I was a bit a bit handier. So I did the amateur nationals first, won a few of them. Then I got my pro license, and then I started racing in a bit in America. Uh, during that time in America, it also kicked off in England and Europe. Yeah. So. I was really busy for sort of 2006 through to 2011, flying doing America, it, Europe, and England, and 
like I was involved in getting it running over here and stuff and yeah it was a great 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 time and uh, yeah won a few things doing that on me <laughs> maybe say but uh, and then I, I ended up um, getting the bug for going back road racing and uh, only to do classic stuff originally but I did end up going back to the TT in 2014 I did race some modern stuff. I raced Oliver's Mountain, modern stuff and that. But I raced classic. I did the endurance racing uh, with uh, Team Classic Suzuki. Yeah. Lucky enough to part on people like Guy Martin and John Reynolds and people like that, which was great. Um, and I've really enjoyed my road racing and it's been fantastic. But as you know, Hudson, I've just knocked that on the head. And I want to concentrate on you young ones and look after you and do a little bit of off-road riding. Yeah, um, so on to second question. Um, what was your first ever bike and how old were you when you got it and rode it? Right, my, <laughs> my first ever bike was, in them days, because I'm really old, yeah. right? So I'm talking like uh, early 70s. You couldn't really buy a bike to go, you know, for kids. Yeah. So my dad had to make a bike and he made it out of a BS, called a BSA Bantam right 175 bsa bantam but he made it look like a grass tracker so my dad was racing grass track and then at the end of the meeting i raced i, I rode this bsa bantam around the field which was oh mate it was the best thing ever <laughs> i loved that bike you know it was it was brilliant the only downside about it Hudson, it was a real weird bike mm. sometimes you used to kick it off and then you'd start and you let the clutch out and it would go backwards Oh, it was a weird bike. It was a weird bike. <laughs> it went so, backwards. Yeah, it went backwards. So the engine was like, it, on a two-stroke, sometimes you can get the timing really close to top dead centre. So it's like, if not get too technical, but yeah, basically, yeah. instead of firing going down, it fired going up. So like it went, the it actual went, rotation yeah, of the motor went, went the other way. Yeah. way yeah. yeah, And it was really weird because when you're like, ah, uh. <laughs> <laughs> went backwards but yeah that was my first bike and did you ask me for that and i did a few grass tracks on that so yeah yeah that was yeah cool. it's cool yeah um can you remember your first win and what bike was that on uh it took me a while to get a few wins <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah it was schoolboys scrambling really and i've actually got uh the exact bike that i did the did my first win on which was a, a, a thing called nobody will know what this bike is at all it's called an asps 125 and I, I won a few scrambles on that yeah yeah so um yeah so it, yeah i just remember winning my first scramble race we used to go to a place called summer coats which is right on the coast uh, right on the east coast and it was sandals and we used to do it in the winter and it was oh mate it was the greatest meetings ever i loved that meetings and uh, in the middle of winter, it was every other week, and we used to go and, yeah, I won a few races. That was my first race to win, really. Yeah, so, yeah. Cool. Um, what was your proudest achievement that you've achieved? Proudest? The one that you've most proudest of. Crikey, that's tough. That is tough. Um, I, t I sort of have each discipline sort of like have my proudest moment. Can yeah. I say each discipline? Is that... All right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, okay. say that. Road racing. Um, yeah, road racing. Probably getting a top six in the Isle of Man. Probably. That's my proudest moment. That was pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> not, not too bad going. No. So, so, so that, 
that's it. Flat track um, would be winning the British Championship in 2009. My dad was alive then and uh, I won the European Championship as well that year. And uh, yeah, that was that was a proud moment. That was that was yeah. pretty pretty cool. good. And then uh, speedway, yeah, I mentioned it already, which was winning the Premier League with Sheffield Tigers. Yeah. We won that in '99. Wow. And um, yeah, that ne- Sheffield had never ever. They've been one of the oldest speedway teams in the country, and then never ever won a, a title like that before. And you know, there was only eight of us in team, so that was a real proud proud uh, do really so yeah. for speedway so yeah that was cool um what made you want to join the Allan tt um because i was brought up on it <laughs> <laughs> yeah because my dad it was a big tt fan yeah so when i was your age my dad used to take me every year to the tt my heroes were you know people like john williams joey dunlop mick mm. grant you know the in the late 70s like they, they all i wanted to be was one of them yeah. that's like all i wanted to be so you wouldn't you know now i think crikey what was i doing but like i think i was uh so i was 16 and eight so 82 i did my first manx grand prix so i'd be 18. i know it's like that's crazy i know it seems a bit daft yeah, now doesn't it like but, 18. yeah but that's what i wanted to do that's what i wanted to do my dad you know, I mean, Dad never really said too much about it neither, really. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Mum was all right about it, so it was a bit weird, yeah. So, yeah, you're getting the, the no-no on that, Hudson, aren't you? But, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, so that's that started the TT bug, and I had that TT bug all the time, and yeah, it, it's it's yeah, well, it's just a it's an awesome place, and there's lots of history being made over there, but also a few bad things as well. So, but. No, it's it, long may it live, and um, yeah, it might be a bit on borrowed time at the moment, but yeah, we'll see, we'll see. Um, yeah, so going stopping with the TT subject. Um, recently, you had a crash at the TT. Yeah, um, here I am shouting about how good it is and all that. Yeah, yeah, I did, uh, Hudson. Yeah, I did. Yeah, it was a tricky one really because we're done. I've been out with the newcomers on, on my Super Twin, and this is this year's Manx Grand Prix or yeah. Classic TT, whatever they call it now. Um, and they'd asked me to take the newcomers out, five newcomers. I've been out on my twin, and it, it felt really good, and, and I was happy with it. And I thought, you know what, I need to go out on this 250. Now, if anybody knows what two strokes are like, you know, the finical things are not always perfect. But I thought we got this bike pretty well set up, and I went. I went out, I got through Braddon and we, with James Ind at the time, and we both accelerated hard to the next part of the track. And just as I was tipping in the next part of fifth gear, probably 130 mile an hour, my bike seized up. Yeah, so she was a big one, Hudson, she was a big one, yeah, yeah. Oh, so. seized up, that's like the worst thing. Yeah, it's like somebody just sticking the back brake on yeah. when you least expect it, when you're cranked over, and you can't let go of the like cannot let go of the rear brake like it's like it is the weirdest thing it's crazy <laughs> um so and then so it was like yeah my i didn't know too much about it but it was uh seven ribs 12 vertebrae punctured lung and a broken wrist and the broken wrist is giving me the most grief at the moment still but uh, yeah it was not a good not a good day that 
Hudson. But then no. Steve Plater said to me, actually, it was a good day because you're still here. So fair dues, maybe it was a good day. But yeah. honestly, Hudson, I've done lots and lots of TTs and that is the first big one I've ever had. And I'd only ever crashed once all the time in the Isle of Man and that was nothing of a crash. So Yeah. yeah. Um, going off the, well, maybe still on the Isle of Man TT um, oh. subject, um, what was your favourite, what's your favourite bike? Or, My favourite bike? Or can I go? Can I do the same as what I've just did with the three disciplines? Yeah, 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 yeah. They make yeah, because yeah, because it's different on each subject, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. It's so hard because you know, like doing three different different disciplines at that. Like I've done, I've done trials, motocross, and that. I'm okay at that, but like these other three disciplines, like I gave it my best shot at all three. So I certainly have favourite bikes on all three, really. Yeah. Um, yeah. So road racing wise is uh, OW01, which is the superbike of the time. Yeah. So in '92, I raced British superbikes on that, and I was pretty competitive on that because it was a really good privateer's bike. Um, although it had been out a couple of years. It still was like really good, really strong, and had some great results. And I was lucky enough when I started riding again, getting another OW, and again had some great results. We went to Spa, and I won at Spa, and a few things on that. So yeah, yeah OW one's my favourite. It, it, it's it, Yamaha's special race bike, really. So that was pretty cool. Um, flat track. I raced a. Um, it's like a TL's. Uh, it's like TL thousand, but it's actually the smaller engine version six fifty, which mm. is a twin twin yeah, yeah. flat tracker. You know that was I like them. I like them. So that was my favourite bike for that, and I raced the miles on with with that, which I really enjoyed. Um, and then speedway, <laughs> it's quite really. I've only got two choices in speedway. It's either a Jower or a GM. And uh, yeah, I had some like a Jower was like the most reliable, and I loved my Jowers. They were easy to work on and. Uh, and they, they earned me a lot of money. So that was why I liked the Jawa. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that was good. Yeah. Um, we've seen you were helping um, Franco at BSB. Do you want to tell us a bit about what you were doing there and how yeah. you got into helping him? Yeah, just like you, Hudson, I get young lads come here and they start, you know, they're, they're obviously doing other stuff like you, doing different championships and things. But I really reckon, you know, I really love having young lads like you, seeing your ride, seeing your ability, see how you get on. And Franco was just one of them. He'd come along and he was coming just, you know, coming along with his granddad and grandma, realised he'd not got a lot of money, um, but he was still, like, making a journey two and a half hours, three hours, whatever it was, to get here. And I yeah. thought, yeah, you know, you've got some dedication, but I'm pretty impressed. Well, your granddad and grandma have, for sure. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and cool, long story short, really, he won the British Talent Cup and then unfortunately he didn't get the ride for the free European yeah. British Talent Cup ride. So he was really left with nothing, you know. When he, he, he's got, his grand and grandma spoke to me and said, Pete, do you know anybody that would help and all that? And we spoke to some teams and they all wanted, you know, a fair bit, like 30, yeah. 40 grand and they just hadn't got it, you know, and didn't got it anyway. It took a long story short. We, was lucky enough to speak to Chris Walker and Chris says, right, I can do a bike at cost and I'll help, help you out. And then, so we bought that and then we just set our own little team up really. And that got the ball rolling. And then we looked after him last year, which was 21, best we could. And then we got involved with Matt of Marvel Motorsport 
and Matt's took the took the role on a bit, and I've I've obviously kept with him. Yeah. And this year he's been, you know, it's like a stepped up another level. So we finished second in the championship, which I think was pretty awesome. Um, and he's just just a nice lad. He's he's down. He's grounded, um, and he's like many other English lads in that paddock, talented as hell. It's just getting the right breaks. It's just oh, that's what it's about. It's getting the right breaks and. Hopefully we've got Franco steering in the right way now because he's he's now going to ride stock thousands next year, and Matt stepped up to the plate with that with some sponsorship. So yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how he gets on there. Yeah. Sold the bike, yeah, we just yeah, sold yeah, that. We yeah, we just uh, sold the. The, yeah, the what? double double race winner at Brands Hatch. Yeah. yeah, literally that bike has literally come off the track. I polished the flies and took the rubber off the back of the seat where he did a burnout at the end of the last race and then uh, yeah the blokes just literally picked it up as it finished the last race it's been a good bike that kawasaki been very good Couldn't bike. pick up a better bike could you no you're not really if you we've got all the data for the all the um you know the settings and the gearing and everything so yeah. the, the lad that's bought it he's going to go away and he'll have all that so yeah should put him in good stead yeah. um yeah um Going kind of off that subject, um, what what do you do here at Champions Factor at school? What do we do here? <laughs> Spend most of my time bloody cleaning motorbikes and getting <laughs> things ready, really. Uh, yeah, so I, I sort of, I've always been involved in training one way or another, whether it's been on, I've done a lot of work with schools in the early 90s, doing um, teaching at Honda School, uh, teach at the Yamra Loctite Yamra school I've worked for Ducati you know even worked for Harley Davidson at a school so it's like I've worked for lots and lots of people and I realized that you know people do want to just have a go you know just to yeah. have a go with it and initially I really I sort of thought like the idea because flat track was a new sport to England I just thought you know people you know I wonder if they want to just try it just see what it's like just see yeah. have a feeling of it and um so yeah, we, we started off going round, because we didn't have a track, we had to go round the speedway tracks in a big lorry and taking all the bikes and stuff, which worked out okay, but the trouble is, uh, Hudson, is if it rains, it's, it's pretty hard work to, to yeah, teach yeah. properly outdoors and on a track. So, And the other thing is, you know, you, you hire a track, you hire a truck, you need paramedics there because it's a proper place. You know, the costs were quite high as well. Yeah. So we... We we come up with this. My good friend Tim Coles owns this farm. He's not really into farming. He's, he's Tim and Tom Neve's uncle, and wow. he he said, right, Pete, let if I've got a little bit of land there, let's try and build a track, which we did. It was great. It worked. Again, we got the outside problem, yeah. but beyond that, it was really good. But then we had a few issues with the neighbours, and then Tim was going out is going out of farming, and this big. Uh, this big shed come available so we did a deal and we put it in the shed and do you know what that was that is that started our business off properly then so people like yourself here we are in the middle of winter we're riding motorcycles in the shed and that's what flat tracks about it's just about coming having fun riding a motorcycle we'll teach you the way you should ride flat track but all we care about is you have a really good time really good day and like yourself, just you know, we are, we run a little race series. We run, we run on the practice, as you know, yeah. and just to bring on young lads like yourself and see them getting better is just like mega. So so rewarding. 
you know just running flat track school is just so rewarding for for me and Jackie you know the, the and obviously to watch people coming up and progress through exactly and, and the best thing of all Hudson is you know when you move into BSB and stuff I'll be going wow he comes to our school you know he's B started and that's the great thing I know if I watch British Talent Cup half of them riders are riding here so it's like it's really cool and then the stock 600 lads are coming here and so on so I get to know you personally and it's it's just yeah I feel part of what you're doing then it's great yeah um yeah um what do you think the benefits of flat tracking are well, it's documented in many ways, Hudson. I think he, even you might have heard of Kenny Roberts, yeah? Nicky Aiden, yeah. right? Okay. Randy Moller, Lawson, Rainey, you know. Like, they all were brought up in America racing flat track. And the, one of the skills that flat track brings is really good throttle control. Feeling what's happening underneath you and feel, feel the bike sliding around and see what's going on with that throttle so it gives you a real good connection with you, with what's going on underneath you plus it's fitness it's training it's keeping your brain sharp it's keeping you smart making you you know do learning your lines there's so many benefits for for young road racers it's massive but also there's benefits for for road lads you know then they might come across a slippery surface on on yeah. out on the road they might you know, come across, have to go through a gravel car park or whatever, you know, there's loads of benefits. I think, and it's just cool, isn't it? Just cool. Yeah, it's obviously cool to be um, having fun. I've seen you sliding today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been a, been a really, really, really fun time. Um, my sister recently came here. She did. Um, and came here and obviously rode. Do you think it's a good entry point for the um, beginner class that you have? I really do, yeah. I really do. Because the little kid is, you know, firstly, it's a safe environment, really. Yeah. So it's not, you know, we're, there's people around looking after, we're looking after them, showing them. I think the parents appreciate that it, it is a proper, it's a proper school. Yeah. You know, it's not just, uh, and I, I think the electric thing's awesome and, it, it's still there's so many things you can do with electric bike outside but sometimes you've got to come inside and do it yeah. as an official thing so like your little sister come and did it and mate she just come and did it didn't she <laughs> she was like like you know she's not like we had loads of lessons or anything she just jumped in the deep end and got stuck in which yeah. was really good really good to see and what it was really nice to see is the little kids talking to each other and, and yeah. just getting on and you know i think it's not only the fact that they're learning to ride a bike and everything. I think for the little kid, for the kids, and, and as they grow up, it's a life skill as well, isn't it? Yeah. Getting on with people that like yourself, you probably go to school and, you know, I don't know, 80% of your school don't want to talk about motorbikes. They yeah. want to talk about football or yeah. something like that. But here you're going to come with the same people and you're going to talk, you're going yeah. to talk to your best mate about what you saw at the MotoGP at the weekend, aren't <laughs> yeah. you, you know, and have absolutely everything in common. So uh, I think there's loads of benefits, and especially when you start really young, it's like, yeah, yeah. But long if they want to do it, that's the main thing. Do your yeah. sister want to do it? Yeah. Yeah, right, I'll do. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So that's everything. That's everything? That's all the questions. Wow, um, how are we going to wind you up then? Thanks for coming on. Thank you. Um, 
And do you want to plug any socials or anything? Sponsors? Uh, spon website. Website. Yeah, website. Yeah, we have obviously Flat Track School website, which is just Google Flat Track School. We'll be first on the li on the list on that. But we obviously our Facebook page, Champions Flat Track School, which is what we use. Because I'm old, I don't go twittering and all the rest on it that 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 does me you know i like watching youtube stuff i like that that's good and i think we pop up on that a bit now and then yeah um but yeah now just uh thank you hudson for asking me i know you've been here today haven't you? yeah i'm level two today yeah yeah i've had a amazing day it's good i saw yeah. you back in that 17 like yeah like Kenny Roberts or uh, Marquez or whoever, but yeah, you're looking good out there. Yeah. And um, yeah, just thank you very much for having me on. I've really enjoyed it. And long may we carry on as we are. Yeah. Yeah, good. So that's everything. That's right. everything. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. <laughs>